everyone. Welcome back to Sprouting Minds. This week, we welcome Olivia Olson to the podcast. When COVID hit, she needed a new sport, and she took up golf, and we talk about what she started noticing and what she did to help solve this problem. And I hope you guys really enjoy this episode. Hi, Olivia. How are you? Good, thanks. How are you? I'm good. I'm excited to chat with you. I just started golf three months ago, and... I'm 30 and my dad had been playing golf pretty much his whole life. Mm-hmm. When I read that you started golf when the pandemic hit and you're 15 years old. Is that right? Yes. So what made you turn to golf? Because you're already an athlete. Yeah. So um, I technically started playing golf when I was 12, but uh, my birthday's in the summer. So since the pandemic started in the spring, it technically started when I was 12, but I turned 13, like, a couple weeks into playing golf. Um, But I started uh, kind of reluctantly because my mom had heard about a class that they were doing for kids of color at my local golf course for free. And since I couldn't really play my other sports because of COVID, she suggested that I try it, and I wasn't really interested. Um... But she kind of insisted because it was outside and there was something safe that I could do at that time. And she was like, if you don't like it, you don't have to go because I wasn't making a huge commitment by going. So she signed me up and I went and I just fell in love with it. I really I really liked it. So I just kept playing from there. And what was it that hooked you? What did you like about it? I liked that, like... A, the time I wasn't playing a lot of sports that were individual. So I like that it's individual. Like I love a team, but I like relying on yourself and like um, I'm kind of a perfectionist. So like it's just you. So you have to, you know, really work on yourself. And I also like that it's such a mental game uh, because I, I um, really like, like mental puzzles and stuff like that. Same. Me too. Me too. That's, Awesome. And so you're based in Chicago, right? Uh, yeah, just outside of Chicago. Yeah. So when you started golf, is that when you noticed that there was a big, big, big diversity issue? Or was it before you even picked it up? Uh, no, it was uh, really during because I because I was fortunate enough to learn and my town is really diverse. So I was fortunate to learn in a space where there were a decent amount of people of color, but um, the main reason why, so the program that I got into was specifically for kids of color, right? So knowing that the people who, the person who started the group went out of his way to make sure that there were leaders of color and kids of color, but he, the person who started it was actually a white male from the high school that I now go to. I wasn't going there at the time. Um, and he started it because he noticed there were so few kids of color on our high school golf teams. So girls and boys. So that's why he started it. And it like that I didn't I wasn't really familiar with golf before starting. I wasn't someone who really watched golf or anything like that other when other than when my dad had me watch Tiger play because my dad like like supporting every like of color athlete. So Prior to that, I didn't have much experience with the game, so it really came from, like, getting more serious with it and going to different classes where having people of color wasn't necessarily a priority, playing in tournaments and 
things, excuse me, where there were like fewer girls as well. So that's more where that came from. Yeah, I, when I grew up, my dad watched golf too, and I always thought it was really boring. So I never watched it. And I'm not going to lie, I still don't really like watching it, but I really enjoy playing it. I never associated it as a woman's sport either. And there was, there were female athletes playing. But as you said about Tiger, like I, I felt that he and other men were just dominating the sport and there was not really a place for us to play, which I think has changed a little bit now. Yeah, I think that, um, like, obviously we're not, we're not like super close in age, but we're not super far either. I think that even just in that gap, it's changed quite a bit. But I think that there's still a long way to go. I, too, think that most people focus on the men that play golf because they get such, like, a bigger platform, whether it be from, like, um, like uh, sports media or um, just, like, culture in general. I think that, like, so when I started playing golf and I told my friends, like, a lot of whom are girls, obviously, and um, women of, young women of color, they were just like play golf like they don't they like when I say golf they think of like old white men in country clubs so it's not like they don't really see it as a sport for people like us but it is yeah yeah even my friends when I said oh I picked up golf this summer they were like why why like what (laughs) but yeah I and it's a really as you said it's a very mental game because even if you're a professional you can mess up because you really have to take the time to focus on what you're doing, which is why I personally love the sport is that no matter how many times I go to the same course or something, I can still not be as good as last time or I can be better, but it's all about what you're doing mentally to, to get to that level, which is kind of nice. Yeah. Cause it's like, I play basketball as well. And it's like every, like every, if any different gym that you go play basketball or like for professional athletes, different arenas, the hoop is the same size. It's the same circumference and the baskets are the same distance apart. But for golf, it's like wherever you play, it's going to be different. Yeah. And so talk to me about starting diversified golf because you're, only 15 that's a huge endeavor and it's so meaningful and impactful but I know that also you're in school you have other sports that you play you have a social life what made you come up with diversify golf yeah so the actual name was kind of like a back and forth between my mom and I but um in starting it I think I just realized that like because obviously the first program that I was a part of, I felt like there were like people of color there and I learned in an environment that was all people of color. But I realized that that experience is pretty unique. It's not uh, something that's commonplace. And so when I started moving into going to like different places for training and doing programs that weren't just strictly for kids of color, it was so white male dominated and um most of the people I played with, of course, were like upper middle to middle class because upper middle class because you can't really afford to play the sport otherwise. So the main reason why I started it was first um, to make it affordable for everyone. 
So all my programs are like completely free for participants. And then the second thing was that they're taught by people of color and people of color who actually play golf and actually like love the sport. And most of them, to at, at least at this point, are also people who have other interests as well, though. So I have more than one interest in all the people that I work with do. They're all, they're all involved in other things to help inspire the kids to excel even outside of just the sport of golf. I started it for those reasons. But yeah, the name specifically, my mom and I were just like, what should we call it? And then we kept thinking about it and thinking about it. And we eventually came. <laughs> I like it because it's straight to the point. Diversify golf. <laughs> it's Yeah, we like it. It's, it's, it's like a call to action like statement. So we yeah. Really- and that's also so important for you guys to be building this community. And, you know, it's hard nowadays in the world to really support one another and show that no matter what level, right? Because in golf, I'm sure at the camp, there's there's different levels of people that even if you're a beginner, somehow magically it's just within you and you're you're great. But it's just a community of we're going to support each other. This is for all of us. So I can only imagine what these other children are getting out of this and the impact that you're making at such a young age. I also know that, as you said, golf is not an affordable game. It's really expensive. The clubs to go play golf, even if you want to rent clubs, just every aspect about it is insane. Mm -hmm. And so you were collecting and donating golf clubs. And I saw it on the diversity diversify golf account where people were just donating golf clubs so how did you come up with that idea because it's brilliant where you don't have to buy anything and it's really a way to reach out to the community yeah so um i i have a lot of i have experience in community service and i've run two of my own projects prior to this so um with my Second most recent project, because Diversify Golf was my most recent. I just started it in March. Um, I did a I it was I did hygiene kits, so it was a lot of asking for monetary and physical donations. And so, um, my mom and I kind of have like a network for that, and we also like kind of know where to reach out on social media locally. So my mom does. Uh, my mom and I like kind of do the social media together. She did a big push in like local moms groups and uh, local um, like online garage sales and things of that nature to see if anyone had any clubs that they were willing to donate for free. So, um, of course, I live in an area that there's a lot of wealth, but there's also a lot of people who are lower class. So um, and there's also racial diversity in that. So we live in a very diverse area. We had a lot of people reach out who were willing to donate their kids' clubs that their kids grew out of or didn't end up taking up the sport, and some adult clubs as well because, you know, we have older kids who are taller as well. So um, we collected, I think right now I have around like 15 to 18 sets of clubs, uh, which we just drove around and picked up in our car, and people just gave them to us for free, so we didn't have to pay for that. And then everything else, uh, like balls and other equipment, I actually got a grant for that. So, yeah, I got a grant from a local organization that gives the grants. That's 
incredible. <laughs> I mean, and all the skills that you're learning from this is amazing and just going to push you further in life because you're learning about marketing, you're learning about investing, grant writing, like there's so many amazing things. And you also created a, a week-long, a four-week golf clinic, and that was part of your golf team and the Girls Play Sports organization. Um, not fully, although I do, I'll, I'll explain it more. Um, so I, um, the first kickoff event that I did for Diversify Golf was a local, um, festival for like the PTA, for, we call it the PTA Equity Project here in Evanston. And, uh, they were having like a big fest fundraiser and I did like a station there and I did putting with different kids from the area. But then besides that. I did. I started my like clinics, which were for four weeks, and it was two days a week, which was Tuesday Thursdays, and we did it in the morning at a local community center, where all the participants were people were kids who participated in the camps at that community center. So it wasn't really like open registration. It was for people that were already involved there. Um. It was not like officially in partnership with Girls Play Sports, although I have done um, a day clinic with them where I taught golf to their participants. But I'm on their, I'm connected with them because I participated in many of their programs and um, I um, I serve on their youth board currently. So yeah, Girls Play Sports for uh, people who don't know because it's local. So I'm assuming a lot of people. It's an organization in in Evanston that like um is committed to teaching more girls about school, sports and keeping them in sports past middle school because we know there's a huge gap between those that play in elementary school and those who play in middle school many girls drop sports so the goal is to make it as cheap as possible for girls to participate in sports and be taught by high schoolers and high school coaches and different things of that nature so that Hopefully, they'll continue on playing sports in middle school and high school. I love it. I, I think that's so important. And yeah, there's a huge, huge gap. I mean, I wasn't a professional in any sense, but I definitely stopped playing basketball once I got to high school. And, you know, I think also these types of programs build the confidence that we all need to continue playing sports because we don't need to be the, the best of the best but there's a confidence aspect that comes along with playing sports. And yeah, I think that's amazing. And then you got the Future of Evanston Award? Yes. Tell me more about that. Um, so I won um, a Future of Evanston Award, there was, um, which was back in... Okay, so 2021, I, was, I had to ask my mom. Time is uh, so it was a year ago. It was about a year ago because I want the event was like in September, so it was almost exactly a year ago. And I won it from like um, the city of commerce, I believe, northwestern city of Evanston and Chamber of <laughs> Commerce. Okay, and um, uh, yeah, I won it for my community service. Actually, prior to Diversify Golf being founded, so it was for my community service with uh, Hygiene Kids for Evanston's Underserved, which is one of my other projects, and then Olivia's Pink Lemonade and Pink Ribbon Cookie Sales, which is my other project. Um, so for that, and then I also did like 
different stuff during the pandemic. Um, I tutored kids in math and English, and I did like sidewalk drawings at like outside my house and at local fire stations, the hospital, places like that. And then um, I won, I actually won that award with two of my good friends, actually, who also do community service. One who's a couple years younger than me and one who's my age. And so we won it together. It was a lot of fun. Um, we got to go to the event and like accept the awards. I'm just blown away. I, you, you're 15 years old. You've done so many things and all impactful and meaningful. You seem highly intelligent. What do you want to do in the future? What's your like dream job? Um, I've always wanted to be a doctor. So my goal right now is to be a biomedical engineer because over the years, like my direction has shifted from like medicine to engineering and like kind of the combo. So that's where I'm at right now. Cool, cool. Were you always like this as a young, young child, just wanting to do better for the world? I, I've done community service for, since I was like four or five. Um, but in the beginning, it was like little projects with my mom and my dad through like local stuff. Yeah, I've pretty much been doing that since I was little. And my first project, I started when I was nine, like my first like solo project. So um, I've just been doing it. It's like, fun. <laughs> it's like fun for me, like how other kids like play games or um, play sports. Like it's the same level of fun for me as it is to play like sports. Yeah. So and I play three sports, so um, it's like it's like that for me. It's beautiful to to hear. You know, I, my generation is a little concerned for the next generation, just because the way our world is, where it's you know, it's not very safe, it's not inclusive, it's not diverse, and it's 2022, and we're still struggling with battles that we've struggled with for years and years, and it's beautiful to see young entrepreneurs really trying to make the world a more beautiful place so I hope you are extraordinarily proud of yourself and all your accomplishments thank you you're welcome and my last question is if I come to Chicago can we play a round of golf together of course I'd love to I honestly I've enjoyed this so much you I'm so glad that you know you're doing so many things for this world and also for you because you're building so many life skills and I'm super excited to see where you go and yeah. I I can't wait to play a round of golf with you and yeah, have too. an amazing weekend you as well thank, thank you so you. much bye Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.